A lot I know about farming. I have trouble enough just keeping the weeds out of the yard. I don't know much about farming at all. But I have to wonder about this fellow sowing his seeds. This farmer? A farmer went out to sow his seeds, says Jesus, and off this farmer goes, his arm swinging this way and that as he goes, and from his hands seed flies in an arc this way and that. Like I say, I don't really know anything about farming, but the farmer here in Jesus' story seems to be pretty careless. Off he goes, his arm flinging away and his seed falling just anywhere. And some of his seed falls on the path he is walking, on hard-packed earth. The birds of the air soon follow him and happily eat the farmer's seed. Some seed falls on rocky ground, too rocky for the roots of any plant to get a good grip and grow. The sun bearing down in the heat of the day, those seeds that do sprout will quickly wither and die. Some of the farmer's seed ends up among the thorns, the thorning brambles. Why, well, seed hasn't a chance in there. The brambles will choke anything else that tries to grow among them. A person has to wonder, has to wonder about Jesus' farmer sowing his seed, about this farmer scattering his seeds just anywhere and everywhere. I'm not a farmer, but I think I would have paid more attention to where my seed was landing, would have been more careful. How about you? Who is this careless farmer? Who is he supposed to be anyway? Who is this foolish farmer flinging a seed everywhere and anywhere? Well, maybe there is a clue. Jesus began his parable with the words, A farmer went out. A farmer went out. And just a couple of verses earlier, the first verse of chapter 13, we read that Jesus went out. It says he went out and sat by the lake. A farmer went out to sow his seeds. Well, Jesus went out too to scatter his seeds, his words, the words of this parable. And maybe this is another clue. Several verses later, beginning at verse 18, we find Jesus explaining this parable. At verse 19, he explains that the seed... The seed the farmer scatters here and there is the message. The message, the announcement of the kingdom. The good news, the gospel of the kingdom of heaven. And we read in the gospels that Jesus went here and there and all over saying repent and announcing the kingdom of heaven has come near. I don't know about you, but I'm wondering... If this sower, this careless farmer, well, I have to wonder if he isn't Jesus. I wonder if Jesus isn't talking about himself, if he isn't this careless sower, this foolish farmer. And just what are we to make of the carelessness of this sower, the foolishness of this farmer? What are we to make of what seems the carelessness, what seems the foolishness of Jesus? Well, it's kind of a secret, this is. But what seems to all the world like carelessness and foolishness, what appears to be carelessness and foolishness is, it's a bit of a secret, but what seems to be utter foolishness is actually the truth. I mean, it's true. 
Who can deny it? The sun shines and the rains fall upon us all, just as Jesus said. The sun shines on the evil and on the good, and the rain falls on the righteous and on the unrighteous. Such is the kingdom of heaven. And who can deny it is the truth? God causes the sun to shine and the rain to fall upon us all, upon everyone. And the arm, the farmer's arm, flings this way and that without a care, carelessly sowing his seed anywhere and everywhere like the sunshine and the rain. And this carelessness, this is a bit of a secret too, but what seems to be carelessness is just the opposite. It is grace and goodness, the perfect grace and goodness of God. This grace and goodness is just that and nothing else. Perfect goodness and perfect love makes no distinction, no distinction between people. God is good to all, good to all. And so our farmer's seed falls everywhere, for it must. It must fall on the hard-packed soil, and it must fall on the rocky ground. And just the same, it must fall among the thorns. And I wonder, I wonder about this farmer his seed falling here and there. Some, is, some of his seed falls upon the path on hard-packed soil. Those who do not understand, explains the sower, those who do not understand. And I'm here to tell you that it most certainly is difficult to understand. I'm a pretty bright fellow, and sometimes I have a hard time understanding this truth the truth of God's goodness and love. It offends. It can. For shouldn't God care about me? I mean, I'm a fairly decent person, even a good person. Shouldn't God favor me, favor me more than them? And you know who they are. I don't understand, I say, as my heart hardens, as my heart hardens toward these others and toward God, hard and bitter. The seed falls on the path, the hard-packed soil. The birds soon follow. I wonder about this sower and his seed scattered. Some of that seed falls upon rocky ground. Those who endure for only a little while, explains the sower, and sometimes I find myself wondering and lost in it, lost in wonder, love, and praise, trying to comprehend the wondrous love of God, trying to measure the breadth of its goodness, to plumb the depths of its truth, to ascend the heights of its beauty. But a slap across the cheek and I'm back on earth. 
a slap of reality across the cheek, and how many times must I turn the other? It doesn't work, it just won't work, I say to myself, as courage and hope fade within my heart, and the seed falls on rocky soil, the sun bearing down, the seedlings wither. And I wonder about this farmer, how his seeds fall. His seed falls among the thorns. Those weighed down with the worries of this world and those lured by its riches, he explains. And the birds of the air neither sow nor reap, and yet God feeds them, so why worry? And the lilies of the field, they neither toil nor spin, and yet Solomon in all of his glory was not clothed as beautifully. Well, good for the birds. It's all well and good for them, but we must worry. We must toil and spin and cannot be distracted from our work by some pie-in-the-sky kingdom of heaven. Or this, yes, those lilies are beautiful, and maybe Solomon wasn't clothed as beautifully, but I bet I could be distracted, distracted by worries. How can I get by, put food on the table, or by the lure of wealth? How can I get more? And the seed falls among the thorns. Those thorns choke what is sown. person has to wonder though sometimes you just have to wonder watching the sower seeds fall among the thorns a person has to wonder a person has to wonder whether those busy spinning their beautiful robes aren't doing just that spinning is it worth it is it worth it even while others are worried about just getting by and a person's heart goes out to them to those just getting by and in the, per in the heart of the person so wondering, in a heart so troubled by the troubles of others, the farmer's seed finds good soil and a crop yielding maybe 30-fold is produced. You have to wonder Watching the farmer's seed fall on rocky ground, a person has to wonder, don't you? Don't you sometimes wonder why things are so rocky for people? Watching their courage and their hope wither before your very eyes, wondering what has happened to them. Doesn't your heart go out to them? In such a heart does the farmer's seed find good soil, producing a yield of perhaps 60-fold. And you have to wonder, watching the farmer's seed fall on the path, you have to wonder. You just have to wonder why and how someone's heart could become so embittered and so rigid Sometimes you just have to try to understand why and how someone's heart can become so hard toward others and toward the world and in you.
in a heart such as yours, the farmer's seed finds good soil and maybe even as much as a hundredfold harvest is produced. The good soil. The good soil is a kind and understanding heart. The good soil is a kind and understanding heart. Amen.